This is Jack Bauer, and you're listening to the Who's Your Daddy Godcast. Question. You have them. Let's open up the mailbag in today's Godcast Q&A. Yes, the Godcast Q&A for February 2018. 2018. Mm. That's Christina clapping. March is here. March is here. March comes in like a what? Lion. A lion and leaves like a lamb? Sometimes. It sometimes leaves like a lamb. Hmm? Although if you had your way, it would leave like a lion as well. Yes. Okay. And April would come in as a lion. No, the whole year would be a lion. <laughs> the whole year would be a lion. We have some questions and statements and things from our listeners. <laughs> I know you love this part. I do. First one is from Anyone Home. <laughs> Why do Christians pray about whether to marry someone when Paul says that if they want to get married, they should just do it in 1 Corinthians 7? I don't think that's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually saying I, it would actually be better if you didn't get married. Right. But if you have to get married, yeah, okay, get married. But he's not saying, oh, just, just, just do it. Just go find the first person that will marry you and marry them. You know, you like this guy. He's sexy, so just marry him. Yeah. No, I think he's saying... <laughs> It would be better if you didn't get married and you just served God. But that's a hard road. So if you feel like you want to get married, I mean, he's assuming, I think, the rest. Like, find the right person. I mean, come on. (laughs) Anyone home? (laughs) And then get married. Just just get married. It's okay. If you get married, you start in ministry, it's okay if you're married or not married. Mm -hmm. In his opinion, it's better to be not married because you're not distracted by anything and so on and so forth. But Paul was married, I believe. Paul was not married. He wasn't? Paul wasn't married. Peter was married. Peter was married. Oh, okay. Okay. Bold and Fearless 2018. Awesome podcast by Keith about the spiritual is greater. Amen. It was very much in sync with Christina's episode the previous week about what a spiritual blessing is. We said that as well. Yes. It wasn't planned. Yeah, that's, that's cool that it wasn't planned Absolutely. by you guys. Just because Keith didn't know I had done that, and I didn't know he was doing that. Right. So, and it just came out that way. These are two powerhouses of the Christian faith. Question is this, where is the fine line between natural and spiritual? At what point does the spiritual cross over into the natural where we can see it? Well, I think it's where it's tangible in the five senses. Maybe the question is, how does that happen? Maybe that's what the question is. Jesus says to people when they're like looking for healing specifically, he just says, just believe. If you have the faith of a mustard seed. So it really comes down to our faith and belief, which is hard. And that's why people don't like it. Me included. Like, I, (laughs) it's like, oh, it's up to me to have enough faith. Oh, God, I need more faith. But then he says you only need the faith as the size of a mustard seed because the mustard seed is so teeny tiny. Okay, bold and fearless. All right, next is Up In Your Face, 2565. Why doesn't Frank do any solo podcast anymore? Oh, I have the same question. His last one was on June 11th, 2017. What's wow, up? Wow, that was a long time ago. I'm not just going to get on and start blabbing without something prepared. And I am I working prepare. on something that's you. Okay. We're different. We're very different. Yes. I have a vague idea of what I'm going to talk about, and mm-hmm. then I kind of... Well, why don't you try that? Why don't you just see where the Holy Spirit, like, takes you? I've done that, and it, it, it's a train wreck. You're saying the Holy Spirit's a train wreck? No, I'm saying I am. 
Yeah, I'll try it. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll try it. All right. I mean, I don't just... I, I have an idea of what I want to talk about. Right. And then it gets fleshed out once I start talking. Right. That's, okay. That's just me. All right. Next one is... Last word is his. 2314. Having this argument with my mother... Please, Frank Sasso, help because I don't know how to explain it? Question mark. My mother likes Frank's voice, and I think we'll listen if he answers it. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Well, that's a first. Why was Jesus in the tomb for only two and a half days at the most when he said he would be there three days and three nights? The key to understanding this is understanding the timing of uh, God's timetable when counting when days begin and when they end because traditional timing doesn't measure up i can get into a whole thing about it it had something to do with the sabbath and it was counted as one of the, as one of the days slash nights when jesus was put into the tomb i can get i, I should do a podcast about that because i can get into and that whole coming up on resurrection sunday yeah. you know what that will be my next podcast so she'll have to listen to the whole podcast yeah but basically it, it the key to understanding it is in understanding god's timetable as far as when a day and night begins and ends in the jewish calendar yes right, yeah because right. traditional timing like 24 right. hour day, it doesn't a, it doesn't line uh, an american up. or a european calendar or day uh, right. measurement of day is not the same as the hebrew right exactly Okay, Fright Quencher. I really enjoy the interview with Andy. He mentioned being an apologetic believer, so I have a question and a statement. Question, does him being an apologetic believer deny him access to heaven because he's not born again? Well, let me answer that question. No, he is a believer. (laughs) He is born again. He focuses on having a defense, having an explanation when asked why he believes what he does. And he believes that Jesus is Lord, period. He hasn't been denied access to heaven. No, we're all Christians. Right. I mean, even people who are denominational are Christians. Like, Catholics are Christian. Right, Baptists. They're not denied heaven because they're, they're labeled a certain way. And my statement is that I agree when he said, what good is human rights when you're putting them above God's word? Great line. Yes. Yeah, that was very good. I agree with that. Yeah, Absolutely. but Andy will be going, you'll be seeing him in heaven. Yes. If you're a believer. Okay. Lawyers are evil. Hmm. <laughs> wow, that's okay, a blanket thing. Really? Christina says a lot about how God doesn't have sickness to give you, but the good news is that you have a lawyer in Jesus. Well, with all due respect, why did God have to play catch-up with the devil and provide a lawyer for all the bad stuff the devil has for you? Also, aren't lawyers evil? To equate Jesus with a lawyer, I feel, is really bad. Ooh. Okay, well, <laughs> well, lawyers definitely have a bad name. However, I do think in the most purest sense of a lawyer, they're supposed to be your advocate. So, yes, we have a bad taste in our mouth because what lawyers have become. But they're actually supposed to be an advocate for you when you go before a judge. That's what Jesus is. He's our advocate. And it's not even like you... As a Christian, you don't have to go before a judge. God is going to look at you and go, all right, let's bring him up. Bring up the defendant. Right, what right. sin do you got? Mm-hmm. All right, Jesus, what do you got to say for this sad this sack? Mess. No, it's, it's actually not. <laughs> that's a bad picture. So I'm sorry if that's the picture I, I created. Jesus went to bat for you. So it's, it's like you were accused of a crime and you were guilty. Okay, Jesus, as your advocate, said, 
I know he's guilty. I'm innocent. Jesus is innocent. I'm going to take the penalty of all the guilt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the penalty in front of the righteous judge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the penalty. I'm going to take the punishment for this person's crimes. Right. Or sins. Right. And he did that for the whole world. So that's what I meant. I, was there other questions there that I'm, I'm not answering? Because that was the one I focused on. Uh, Read me the, those questions. And also, aren't lawyers evil? But you, you, you kind of led with that already. Right. I think it would, it would be a very bad thing to say that all lawyers are evil. Right. Because oh, I'm sorry. Good. Because. That would be like saying all, you know, of one race are evil or all of one, you know, ethnic background are evil or all people who live in the city are evil. It's just, it's, right. you know, how can you, how can you, you know. That would be not a good thing. The other part of that question is, why does God have to play catch up with the devil by providing a lawyer for all the bad stuff the devil does? God did not have to play catch up. He knows the end before the beginning and the beginning for the end. The devil is playing catch up and he'll never catch up because he's already lost. He's already lost. He's already beaten the poor guy or thing or whatever he is. It it doesn't even know that he should just quit. But you know what it is? He kind of knows. He knows. He knows what his end is going to be. But you know what he wants? He wants to take as many of God's beloved with him as possible. Right. He wants to take as many people with him to hell as possible. Because as you know, misery loves company. And the devil is the most miserable creature that there is. Right. And he hates God and he hates you. God did not have to play catch up. God knew what was going to happen in the Garden of Eden. It was not any big surprise to him. Um, but he did give us free will. And because he gave us free will, Adam chose freely. Eve chose freely. And that's how sin entered the world. God already had the backup plan. It was Jesus approved, Holy Spirit approved. They all agreed on it. And then they set that plan in motion right. once man fell. So God is not playing catch up. Right. God is way ahead of us, way ahead of the devil. I mean, there's not even a contest. I mean, there's no, <laughs> it's not good against evil. It's like evil lost and God is reigning, always has been, always will be. And end the story. Right. And when Christina mentioned the poor thing, she didn't mean poor like, oh, we feel bad for him. She mean no. poor meaning like he's like the king of lack. Right. He has nothing. He's got he's nothing. He's nobody. Right. And that's that. Okay. Yeah. Kim G, I love Christina. Grace and peace rule. I was so encouraged by her episode about the spiritual blessing. I also want any new listeners to know how refreshing it is to hear a preacher and teacher unveil the mystery of God's will. For years, my pastor told me we don't know God's will and he just does what he does and we just have to deal with it. (laughs) Arg. That never rang well with me. Thank you, Christina, for explaining God's character so simply and easy to digest. I am absolutely there with you. And that was the problem I had growing up. I just didn't get it. Because, you know, you would tell God loves you. God is love. You know, when you're in kindergarten and everything. And then, and then you know, you also get the message of what he's going to punish you. And, oh, right. we never he's know. And that. it's mysterious. And he's got his <laughs> weird ways. And we'll never understand him. And I'm like, ah, he's crazy. But no, <laughs> he's not. It was just a crazy message and a crazy doctrine and teaching so i would encourage you to also if you haven't already listen to keith's message which as we said before is kind of a a follow-up or a joint message with mine unplanned planned by the holy spirit so check that out too and also if you you like that grace message I, i say this me and joseph prince are like on the same wavelength he's another great teacher preacher to listen to amen this next question is from h javet or Give it. I'm not sure. As much as Frank annoys me, oh, 
There we go. Aw, As I much as Frank you. annoys me, I feel like I miss him a little. Hmm. When is he coming back to do a podcast himself? Again, I will be doing one shortly, and I think it's going to be about I the timetable. All right, here's what I think you need to do. What's that? When are you going to do it? I, we could take this offline. No, let's say right now, when are you going to do it? Uh, not this Sunday coming up, the following Sunday. Okay, so that would be St. Patrick's Day. Right. Okay, because the next Sunday is a big day, special Easter. day. The next Sunday is your birthday. That's right. <laughs> I want to tell you, because I know you beat up on Frank a lot, Frank celebrates my birthday all month long, and I've already gotten nice gifts, even though my birthday is in the middle of the month, I've already gotten them, and more gifts to come and more celebration of my birth. Amen. Thank God for that day. (laughs) Okay, last month we received a question from Fuming Mad Mom. Here's a quick reminder. This is from last month. Fuming Mad Mom writes in. Uh-oh. My daughter Kaylee proposed to her boyfriend. She's 32 and he's 30. Okay. He said yes. I am totally against this because the man is supposed to be the one proposing, not the other way around. I told her that I would send this question in and see what Christine and Frank have to say. If they agree with me, I said, that she would call it off. Apparently, she feels that Christina will agree with her and doesn't really care what Frank thinks. Oh, thank you, Kaylee. <laughs> thank you. Fuming Mad Mom is back. Alright. I am happy to report that this Fuming Mad Mom is no longer Fuming Mad. Oh, that's good news. My daughter Kaylee has officially called off the engagement thanks to Christina. Ha ha ha. <laughs> oh boy. Her boyfriend was shocked and Kaylee let him hear Christina's answer. Mm-hmm. Two days later, he told Kaylee that he had replayed that podcast and he agreed the woman should be pursued and he apologized. He then proposed to Katie, and Katie said yes. All right. Thank you, Christina, and thank you, Lord. Oh, my Aww, goodness. That's because a good story. That's pretty amazing. Aww, wow. Well, good. Kaylee actually said that she would call it off. Well, congratulations to both of them, not only for getting engaged, but for looking at themselves and saying, you know what, I think we need to do things differently. Yeah, and there's, that's, there's that's more, really... value here. Yes, and that's a good mom. Thank you, Mom. Wow. Fuming Mad Mom's no longer Fuming Mad. Uh, she's happy now. She can plan a wedding. Now she's, ha- <laughs> now she's Fuming Happy Mom. Uh, oh. You hear that music? <laughs> you know what that uh-huh. means? <laughs> okay. Yes, that's right, podcast here. We have a letter here from <laughs> Captain Britain. Yay! Okay. I wish I could read it like him. I wish I knew what he sounded like. <laughs> I never doubted that Christina was British. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Thank you! Thank you! Oh, what does he know? <laughs> I knew that the first time I heard this podcast. <laughs> Congratulations on your discovery, Christina. Yeah! Okay, two questions for you. The first question is, have you seen a documentary on Netflix called Where Was God? Uh, no, we have no. not seen that. Mm-mm. I would very much like your opinion on it before I show it in my class. Okay. I've seen it. But would like your opinions first, please. Okay. And the second question was asked of me, why are most pastors afraid to preach about areas of success and prosperity and always seem to preach from an area focused on keeping believers down? One word, control. 
I agree with that. Actually, I was just listening to Joseph Prince this morning, and he said pretty much the same thing about control. You know, that doctrine. What he was talking about was when a pastor doesn't promote their congregation to search out the word and, and get a revelation of the word. And it's the pastor's job to measure out revelation to his flock. And that's a form of control. Because they're not allowing the the individual to go to God himself and getting his own revelation and his own, you know, relationship. That's what, again, uh, going back to another question, is like, that's why the Catholic Church didn't work for me. I always had to go through a priest if I... You know, to ask forgiveness, find out what my penance was, to um, get any kind of information or if I had questions. The Bible was never in the pew. This is, I'm talking from my experience in the Catholic Church. There was never a Bible available in the pew. They never said, bring your Bibles to church. It was, you got the missalette, which was for each Sunday, you had what the reading was going to be, what the songs were going to be, what the... You know, the prayers that you always forget are going to be. And then the pastor would do a homily and he would take whatever that little like one or two verses from the Bible and he would disseminate what that meant on that Sunday to eat. But but there was never any. So, go, you know, let's open our Bibles and let's, you know, it was never, ever that for me. And I always had this problem of why is there a third party involved in my relationship? It might not even be a conscious thing because I do believe that there are pastors out there who truly love their congregations and who love the Lord and they just don't know any better because they've they've grown up in that environment. So they think this is the right thing to do. Sure. Absolutely. And you know what? Another thing Joseph Prince said is be grateful that you see the light. Yes. Like, and pray for them that they would get that revelation, that their eyes would be open so that they can get free. Because that's bondage. That's it's not totally, only bondage yeah, totally. for the congregation, it's right. bondage for the pastor. Right, right. Because he's living in fear. Yeah. When you're involved in control, you're you're fearful of something. You're fearful of losing something. And that's a horrible way to, to live. Absolutely. All right, Captain B. Oh, I miss you. I miss you. I, <laughs> I know we're going to meet someday. I know it. Maybe 2018. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But I know we're going to meet. Until then, I'm going on to the next question. Cheery bye. All right. Tyler is tops. <laughs> Tyler is so different. When will his podcast be available for subscriptions? He brings such an interesting dynamic to the podcast network. Love him. We don't have enough episodes yet for it to be a subscription-based thing, so right now you can only get it on the website, ahistorywithgod.org. Very, very soon you'll be able to subscribe to his feed. It'll be an independent feed, but as well part of the network, so it's coming. He keeps recording episodes. He cranks them out. And little by little, it's getting up there. And as soon as we have to take it, it's like 10, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can then uh, make it available for subscribing to. Okay, Ouch2018 writes in, I was at work in my office listening to Christina scream, I'm British! I'm British! <laughs> Laughing very hard, I accidentally stapled my finger while trying to bind some paperwork at my desk. I screamed and was laughing at the same time, and at that moment, my assistant came running in to see if I was okay. I let him hear the DNA conversation, and he started laughing too, but he was laughing at Frank's response to Christina. This podcast is proof that God loves to laugh. I oh, love that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, God would laugh all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I like what, what he said when he says that uh, to Kenneth Copeland. 
He said, if it hadn't been for sin, I never would have had a serious thought. Right. And now he doesn't have to worry about sin anymore. Nah. Not that God worries about it. worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question from Dougie27. If God doesn't want me to sin, then how come he won't nudge me or tell me before I sin to not do it? Uh, he does. <laughs> it's called the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Alright, next. But also, wait. <laughs> Dougie. Yes. So you have the whole, uh, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and He will convict you. He doesn't condemn you. It is like, you're dirty. It's not like that. It's like, do you really want to do, you know, be doing. Because again, God is not about sin. The sin has been addressed. He just doesn't want you to have to suffer the consequences of sin. Right. Which isn't on His end. It's not saying the consequences of sin because he's going to punish you. No, no, no. The consequences of sin are lead to death. And he's trying to get you away from that. It's like telling a kid to, you know, make sure you cross the street, you look both ways. If you don't, the consequences of that is that you get hit by a car. Right. It's not that the parent is going to hit you with their car. It's like right. the, you're out in there's the world. There's danger out yeah, there. Yeah, there's danger out there. He's trying to protect right. you. Right. And, and, Dougie, I have a feeling this question was asked of you and you maybe didn't know how to answer it. So, here's another thing I can say about that is that if you're truly in relationship with God and relationship with the Lord and you're walking it out and your sin isn't really going to be something you're really thinking about because you're in relationship with Jesus and he hates sin. It makes cowards out of people. I right. Mean, you won't have to walk around thinking, oh no, am I going to sin to... It, it's right. not... It won't be in the forefront of your mind yeah. because you won't be drawn to it. Right. The more you're conscious of sin, the more you're going to be drawn to it. Right. So you're not even going to be conscious of sin and it's not really ever going to be an issue in your life anymore. Okay. Next question is from Gwen. My name is Gwen. I live and work in Beverly, East Yorkshire, England. <gasps> Hello! Oh, you, got, you got her attention. I actually know Captain Britain. Oh, oh that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's a small world. My boss told us that we were not allowed to listen to anything with our headphones on at work anymore. Oh. I listen to this show at work, and as a result, I'm more productive. I went into his office to explain what listening to this show means to me, and being a typical pillock... He refused to listen. What's pillock mean? It's you not know, a, it's like a okay. a dunderhead. So, I threw my phone at his head the other day and uh, hit him. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. As a result, he got quite a bump. My boss apologized to me and our department and has lifted the headphone ban. We are <laughs> now allowed... <laughs> uh, we are now allowed to use our headphones again. Usually, I wouldn't say that action was godly, but I think in this case, it was. <laughs> I would agree with you. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm amazed you didn't get fired. I know, right? All right well, good for you there, uh, Gwen. Very, uh, thank That's God for your Captain boss, Captain Britain, right? I have a talk with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, D. Yethers. I hope that girl was listening to Christina when she said that the girl should be pursued. She's absolutely right. Well, there you go. Well, then you, you can hear she was the, listening. what happened in that. I'm glad we get updates because then yeah, we're that like, sounds ah, nice that's that. great. Okay, this is the last one. Oh. This is from Daily Praise Will Save. Yes. I've been a listener for two years now, but it's my first time emailing. My brother had been very, very sick for six months. He was in the hospital. He was an unbeliever. 
After months of telling me he didn't want to hear any of that Jesus stuff, he unfortunately passed away in December of 2017. I prayed for peace, hoping that some of what I shared with him got into his head and that he would be saved at least before he died. A few weeks ago, I was doing some food shop and I ran into one of his nurses. She recognized me. She's a believer. We started talking and I learned from this nurse that she was able to not only minister to him, but also lead him to the Lord just before he was pronounced dead at 2 in the morning. She had been working an overnight shift and he was calling out. She went to him, started comforting him, and he mentioned how much she quote-unquote sounded like my sister, meaning her. This was such a blessing to me. Thank you, Lord, for my brother's salvation. Wow. Sometimes you don't know if it's getting in, and sometimes it's like, oh! It's always it getting in! It. It's always it getting in! It's always getting in! Never, never give up! Never give up! And you know what? It's, it might not be you, but who cares? <laughs> you sound like my sister. I like that. Oh, that's such a great story. Wow. So he, so she witnessed to him, led him to the Lord, just before he was pronounced dead. Oh. Wow. Well, you know what? He led a life of an unbeliever. Probably, you know, I don't know if he was prosperous. I don't know what, but it was without Jesus. So, and he was heading to hell. He was heading for hell. He was heading to hell. And Jesus and came and grabbed him, snatched him, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, before he died. Oh, that's wow! So great. Or just before he was pronounced dead. Whatever. Thank you, that means. Jesus. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Uh. Woo! <laughs> Bella, wait, what wait. are you? What are you doing? I, ha- I had a common sense. You're interrupting another no. show. No, I gotta interrupt. Oh. I'll tell you why. I was about to make an announcement. What? I gotta interrupt because first of all, I heard the good news. That's great news. I love that story. Okay. I love that story. <laughs> and second of all, uh-huh. I gotta interrupt because nobody lets me have my podcast. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> I have a bunch of questions spooling from spooling. your show. From, from your show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When they're ready, yeah. we, you and I will answer them. You promise? Yes. And we have a special new version of your podcast coming. I know. I know. All right. So I'm not going to say anything yet. All right. But I'm thinking maybe for Easter. Maybe for Resurrection Sunday, yeah, we'll do the yeah. first episode of this particular version. Will you let me finish of this particular version of your podcast, Bella and Me? Okay? Okay. Okay. Now, I have to get back on with Mama all so we right. can finish up the podcast. All right. All right. Hello, everybody. I love okay. you. Goodbye. Love you. <laughs> Goodbye. Go back upstairs to your bed, and I will talk to you later. As she goes. Okay, so with that, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. Stay blessed! Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from the History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. 
Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.